Transition Talk, where we have real discussions that transform lives. I'm your host, along with my wife, Brenda, and I'm Andrew. We want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on tonight. We are so excited to have you guys. We have so many people that are subscribing to our pages. Continue to do so. We are meeting our goals. We want to make sure we are meeting that goal of 100 subscribers before the end of the week. So if you haven't done so, go to our YouTube page and subscribe. If you haven't done so, go to our Facebook page and like and share it. We do appreciate your support tonight. And we are still in the, um, the session talking about love. This is Love Month. This is, love, this is Love Month. February is all about love. This is Love and Month. And so tonight we are on our second part of transitioning through the stages, stages of, of love, love yes. and marriage. Yes. So we had a very in-depth conversation on last week. We, we got did. first, I think the first stage we talked about was falling in love, or you call it puppy love. Yeah. And then the second stage we talked about was uh, becoming a couple. And we really got into it last week talking about disillusionment stage or what we call the reality stage. Yeah, we talked about that puppy love stage where everything is beautiful, those rose-colored glasses are on, and oh, you are head over heels with that person. I mean, you just love that person. And we talked about, we moved on to that last stage. We ended off on disillusionment. Yes. So we need to, well tonight what we want to do, because we talk so in, much in detail about the challenges that can come along with that stage, you know, when you really see the reality or of the person and you find out some things you about didn't know um, through those first two stages. Right. And, and we want to know, won't you drop in the chat, because we, as we know, you can overcome those that stage and somebody out there may want to share their testimony. How did you get through that stage three? Well, let's talk about it before to let them know what stage three is. Yeah. So stage three is that stage, like, it's, it's your most challenging stage in yeah. your relationship. This is when the, maybe, you know, you get irritable with your spouse or your mate, or you at that point that you just want to throw in the towel, or you just feel like, hey, I'm about ready to walk out yeah. because things are not working. So we want to be able to get feedback from those that maybe made it through that transition stage yeah. and what did you do or how did you overcome yeah. that stage of uh, disillusionment. And I really believe those testimonies can help somebody that's watching, um, give them some strategies or some testimonies of how you overcame because um, that is the most trying stage. And once you get over that stage, we're gonna move on tonight. But once you get over that, that stage, that stage three, you kind of move into a stage of bonding and getting to know each other right. in the next stage. And we're gonna talk more about that tonight. Yes, we're gonna get into what we call the fourth stage tonight. Yeah. But uh, very quick before we go into the fourth stage, babe, I know she gave me that during the hair lot look. But before we go into the fourth stage, to, to go into that fourth stage of uh, transitioning love and marriage, you know, that stage of 
stage three, I'm just, you know, I always do like a keep it real moment. And so when we talk that disillusionment stage or that stage when that reality, do you feel, and I'm just throwing that out there with our relationship and everything, what stage do you think we in, babe? Why you do that on me? <laughs> Um, I, th- I know it passed disillusion. I think I've already found out. I think that stage when you find out the good, the bad, and the ugly, right. I think in this point in our life, we've already found that out. You know, that's something that's that gut punch. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. This is a story that I mean, yeah, I never forget this. Let's be real. There you go. This is my kid. <laughs> uh, when I really realized I was married, and I really realized that I was no more my own or no more myself doing my own thing. I, 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 um, my husband, I was newly married. And I was used to doing my own thing. I mean, I'm grown, right? I, I come and go as I want to come. And I did what I want to do because I'm a young woman. I'm married. I had my own job and I was doing my own thing. Until, you know, it was one particular evening I went and got my hair done. And I'm just going to share it with somebody that that is learning about being committed to each other. Learning your spouse. Learning your spouse. Yeah. And I went and got my hair done, as I normally do on that Thursday, I went and got my hair done. Kind of took a little longer, you know, than normal, than we expected. And I just went on and did it. I didn't call my husband. I didn't let him know where I was. You didn't do it now? I'm going to say it again. Say it again. What what didn't you do? I didn't call him. Okay. I didn't let him know where I was. Didn't let me know you're going to be late. I did not. Okay, there you go. I did not let him know anything because in my mind, I'm still Brenda and I still am doing my own routine. Yes. So when I came home to a different person, that's that disillusionment. I found out something about him that during our dating stage, I didn't know. He was upset. He's never been upset. He's always been gentle, kind. But when I walked in the door, I saw a face I never saw before. It made me stop and say, well, who is this? Yeah. And that's the, I give that example to understand is that you'll find out about them, you know, through trial and error. Right. And I understood from that point on, um, he doesn't like when you don't call, call home or let him know where you are. And so that was the disillusionment stage. I can tell somebody that. I learned through that situation that I need to call my husband and let him know I'm not going to be home on time or I'm not going to be here. Because let me tell you, the conversation he had that night was still here. It was real. And see, and the reason I wanted her to bring that out, she didn't know I was going to do that. We're still here. She didn't know I was going to do that, y'all. She really didn't. I did not. But see, the reason why I wanted her to bring that out is because it's all about knowing your mate. Yeah. And see, with me, it was not about, you know, I'm pretty sure some lady said, why she got to call in? Why she got to check in with her husband? Yeah. She can do what she want to do. You got to understand your Not mate. for everybody. Because yeah. with me, I'm worried about where she's at if she don't call. A good husband, a good mate should be worried about you when you not where you or where you not staying in contact with them. Okay. I think I believe that's me. I believe that when you are concerned about your mate and things are go anything happening, if you don't get a phone call in a reasonable time, you should be concerned. I and I feel like that she she would want the same thing from me. Yeah. So it was not about saying, well, he's trying to keep track of her or he wants to know her every move. No, you're concerned about your mate. And she understood that now that, you know, I need to call Andrew if I'm going to 
be, you know, real. If I want peace tonight, because I if I want peace tonight and enjoy my dinner with where I'm at, I better call Andrew. And I would do the same thing. He does the same thing for me. I do the same thing. So Amen. I just wanted to share that because in that stage, that disillusionment stage, like you said, you do find it, out it's disillusion. Sometimes things are not what it appears to be. And you find out the real and person. You find out the real person. So when you find out the real person, yeah. you be saying, you know, it's not like I thought it was. That really, you know, mm-hmm. care about you. me, or they really just you know, uh, they love me. So I just want to go in before we go into our fourth stage. So tonight, keep it real early tonight. Keep it real early tonight. I know you never know what I'm gonna do, do you, baby? Okay. Next. But the fourth, the fourth stage tonight is creating real, lasting love. Yeah, that's good. Creating this is after you done got through the disillusionment stage. Now you're creating something real. Yeah. And I think when you're creating something, it's not on one can, it's not on two canvases. It's on one canvas one that canvas. you're creating something. Yes. You know, you may have your brush and he may have his brush, but you both are drawing on the same canvas. Yes. And that's so important. You know, sometimes, you know, you may have your idea and, and you're not going to see eye to eye all the time. No, not all But the as time. long as we're writing on the same canvas or we're drawing and painting on the same canvas, we are moving in the right direction. Right. Now, when you start pulling out your paper and I'm pulling out my paper, then we have a problem. But it's always important that we write on the same canvas. So when we create lasting love, we're working together. You're not apart, you're working together. And you know, baby, the main thing in that it says creating real lasting love, real. Some people build their relationship off a facade. Wow, that's good. Some people build their relationship on something that's not real. That's true. And I say, you say, what's not real? Sometimes you're just building your relationship on maybe just uh, how they look. Yeah, that's you not going to last. You know, that's not going to last. If you're just building your relationship on guys, if you just build your relationship because when you married her when she's in her 20s and everything was popping okay. and everything was banging when she was 20 and 30 Bang. and 40. Okay. And then, you know, she might get a little older and things not might not be the way it was when she's 20. You can't build on that. You can't build on that. Amen. You can't build on just that. So we got to understand when you're creating real lasting love, it's more than how your spouse look. Yeah. It's more than just, you know, how she built. You got to build it on more than that. And another thing we can't build our relationships on is financial stability. Sometimes, I mean, you're going to have times when finances may not be right. Mm-hmm. Get it real. You go, and that's real. I mean, sometimes you're going to have times when there may be struggles. And there may bills it may, may be coming from here and there, and you may not have the money to do what you used to do, right. or go to places or buy what you used to buy. But if that's all you're building your relationship on, is that person, that man has a good job. What's going to happen when he loses job? Mm, that's real. That's real. That's real. Are you what if what if you guys are not bringing in this the amount of money that you used to bring in? Mm. You have to take that into account. You cannot build a relationship on finances alone because guess what? Those changes will come in life. And if you're not building a solid foundation, which is that love, that true love, those financial problems, I can tell you that is the number one reason why a lot of people do not make it. You are right, man. That is some, you you would think it would be infidelity, Mm -hmm. but research shows that a woman can deal with infidelity more than she can with a broke man. Can I tell you why? 
Can I tell you why? Tell me why you can do with a, I'm doing infidelity being more than a broke man. And I shouldn't say that. We don't, I'm not going to say we deal with anything. because no, <laughs> Listen now. I'm going to be honest. Anybody know we're not dealing with none of it. But I'm going to tell you why they say we can deal with infidelity than a broke man. Because while you out there doing your thing, at least I can get what I want. And I'm, I'm secure. Right. I'm at home. Just don't bring nothing home to me. Right. So I'm less than those other I'm not going to talk about that tonight. But that's why we people say that finances is the number one reason. She just kept it real, ladies. I did. She didn't even know. I'm she just going to be honest. So she said, long I'm as you be honest. bring home the bacon, that's the money. That's, that's not the I only said, thing. Said, no, only listen, thing. I'm I not saying that. I'm going to stay for the money alone. Listen, but I'm saying... Lord, y'all gonna make me go in tonight. Go in tonight, baby. Go in, baby. I want to get real. Y'all gonna make me go in tonight. <laughs> Don't be going out on me. Right. And you taking the money out of the house. Right. And we can't eat. With the lights are getting cut off. Right. And then you still want to have fun. You gonna have. You're not gonna have a pleasant mm. person in the house. I'm just gonna tell you. Right. I'm sorry. So that's why they say finances is the number one reason why. Marriages or relationships do not work, and it's true. It is true. And you know, um, the number you know, the number two is, you would think it'd be infidelity. Guess what number two is? What is the lack of communication? Oh, that's big. Those, you know, I, I was surprised at that. That's I always big. thought that infidelity, infidelity, yeah. was one of the major ones. Yeah. But the two major things is finances. Yeah. And communication. Communication. The couple dog is not talking. You have to talk. And these, are, when we talking about going back to that, uh, creating a real lasting love. Mm-hmm. These are the things you got to create for a real lasting relationship to uh, last. Yeah. You got to create, you know, not just those things like you said, money or how a person look. Conversation. But you got to be able to conversate. I mean, not just that fluttery yeah. stuff. You gotta have a real conversation, be able to talk to your mate about real things. Yeah. Even the hard decisions, you gotta be able to talk, you know, through those conversations. Yeah. Because what it does, it it builds that relationship. Yes. When you talk with each other. Yeah. And you can agree to disagree. Yeah. That's when you are know you are. That's when you know you are in a mature relationship. Mature. Yeah. You can agree to disagree, and you still can get into bed together that night. Okay, you brought that in. Mm, I had to. Okay, so at this <laughs> at this point, <laughs> but I want to say communication is one of the biggest things. Yes. Because what we don't understand, even when you get to know each other, yes. Instead of that bad situation you talked about, if we spend more time talking about each other right. instead of doing other things, we'll know each other better. We can make better decisions. Yes. But because sometimes we are engaging in other things that's distracting us yes. and keeping us from talking, right. you really don't know the person. Right. You know them in ways that, would, that you don't really know what's really important. Yes. That's not going to help with the last. So it's important that conversation, communication is early on. If you're with someone and you guys can't talk, that is a red flag. Yes. If, if you with somebody and, and, and he wants, you can't voice your opinion, or he gets upset because you're voicing your opinion, that is a major red flag because that's you. He should want to hear you. He should want to see you. He should want to hear your voice. You do have a voice. So a person do not want to hear your opinion or take your feelings into account, that is a major red flag. 
and communication is a big way to create a lasting strong relationship yes and guys i know sometimes you like She just talking. Talk, 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 talk. And you just want to watch the game. Or you just want to go home and realize that, listen, sometimes you got to communicate. A lot of times. Sometimes you just really got to take the time to not just hear, but listen to what your mate is saying. Are you hearing yourself? Are you Are you hearing yourself? I listen to you, babe. Okay, babe. I don't listen to you. You do. And you know, I think women can attest, you know, sometimes men listen to you and they're talking and you talking and you'll say, are you listening to me? But sometimes, he said, yeah, I'm listening to you. But sometimes when we engage, men and women engage, men are listeners even when they're not looking at you directly. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, and she knows this, if I'm in, if I'm in the middle of a football game, you're going to get very limited attention. <laughs> There's certain things I might give you my full attention. There's some things you might just get half attention. If you want to get my full attention, make sure you get me in the right environment. So on that note, I'll say this then. Women, find the right time. There you go. Okay? Be wise. There you go. Find the right time and the right place that you can get their ear. Because sometimes we know uh, we want full attention. Yes. I want you to hear what I have to say, but he's already given an example. During the football game is not the time to talk about what you didn't like and take it out the trash or or deep conversation about or deep or deep no, conversation. No, because you really not listen to me. Not at the time. You got to. So gotta, be wise. You got a half an ear and one eye. <laughs> but yes, that that. So that, be wise, ladies. Yes, but th- all of this builds a created a long creating a, a relationship. Long, You're building something. You, yeah. you are transitioning. To that phase, that you can you can communicate, and you feel free, like like my wife said, you feel free that you can voice your opinion, you and you don't have to worry about any, you know, uh, person coming back across coming across to you. You should yeah. be able to voice what you think, yeah. and you know, feel confident or feel good about what you say. Yeah, and and I think just just validating that person builds you up. You know, validating that you've heard me. That's all I want. You may not even have the answer. And I think I think a lot of times we just want to vent. Yes. You know, we just want to get it out. Yes, yes. You're yeah, right. yeah, right. You're right, baby. So even our communication, we're not really asking for your opinion or asking you to give me the answer. Just to have that ear. Yes. That you're hearing me. I'm good now. And I can go on with my day. You are absolutely right about that. I am. I, am I know I'm absolutely And sometimes, right. guys, we got to know we're just there just to, just to be a sounding board. That's all. And sometimes they ain't asking for nothing. They just want you to hear them. That's all. And sometimes that's good. That's good. That's I good. mean, I hey. I can sit back and listen. Yeah. Because guess what? It pays off in the end, fellas. So if you listen, you might get a reward. And you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I know we're on this topic, but I want to talk about some things that can happen when you don't communicate. Go ahead, man. And when you're not connected that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not want to talk about it, but it's happening in the church. Mm-hmm. It's happening all around us. Those emotional, um, emotional affairs. Emotional affairs mean that, no, we're not physical, you know? We're not going out and doing things, but you have an emotional bond with somebody other than your mate. Mm. Ooh, that's real, I felt that in my shot, no, no. That's real, babe. Can I, okay. Ooh, go ahead. And so when you're not connecting with someone or you're not connecting with your mate, 
be aware that that can be a, something that creeps in a relationship. Right. Because where you're not there to support them or where you're not there to have that ear, there's somebody out there, right? Right. That he feels comfortable by venting to or she feels comfortable with venting to. And that's, that starts off at a, just a vent. Yes. And then it starts to be a habit of you talking to that person. And, and every time your your mate turn your way, the other person is always dead. Mm. And you may think you're doing nothing wrong because guess what? We're not physical. Just We're not thing. getting in a hotel. We're not doing anything. But guess what? You are getting fulfillment mm. from somebody other than your mate. Mm. You know, and that's important. You need to let your husband or your wife know, I'm not being fulfilled. I need to know that you hear me. And you understand me because if you don't, they it, it's easy to find that somewhere else. You know, babe, you hit a real chord there because communication is so big. Sometimes it ain't about, like you said, infidelity, but some people can cheat through communication just on a social media platform. Oh, don't talk about that. They communicate more with somebody on a, on a Facebook. That's, and this is real. They communicate with somebody more That's real. through a social media platform. More than their wife or their spouse is in the house. That's real. Every time you turn around, they got their phone and they on Facebook. Mm. Every time you turn around, they going back and forth talking to somebody on Facebook or on a social media platform. And their wife or their spouse might be in another room. And that's really taking away communication between the yeah. between the husband and wife or between the relationship. That is really And it, it is so real because before you know it, it might have just started out with just saying hey or whatever, or you know, you just liking somebody. Uh, photo on Facebook. Next okay, those photos. You like their photo. Next thing you know, you are having a genuine conversation with somebody on Facebook, and you don't even realize that you're bringing uh, another person into your relationship. You're bringing somebody in a relationship, and that's something that's big. We didn't have that back in the day. No, social media. You really had to drive to find somebody to talk to. Right. You had to meet somebody at a at the, at the coffee shop to talk to somebody. But now, like you said, you can look at a picture. Yeah. And like you said, just try to, let me try to see if they will respond back to mm. me. You know, let me see what they, if they respond back, that's your opening. And, and you know, the enemy finds so many, so many tricky so many ways things. to come in. And you just got to be aware of those tricks. Yes. And aware of yourself, you know. And, and one thing I'm t we need to realize, and I'm going to say this, because we think that we are so saved. We'll never, we'll never make mistakes. That will never be me. Yes. I'll never do that. But you know what? We are all human. Yes. And you don't know what you're going to face in life. That's true. So you have to be aware of who you are. I'm not, I'm human. And there's nothing good in me. I'm not perfect. Right. We got to rely on God for every single yes. thing, every yes. day of our life. And you got to know yourself. Yes. You got to know when you're becoming weak. You got to know when to stay away from people. Yes. You know, I know sometimes when we are... And, I, and I, I'm just going to be real with some people. You got to know when there are stages in marriage where you're not getting along. Right. And somebody say, are you happy? Nope. I wouldn't say no because there are people think that in marriage you're going to be happy all the time. No one told you that in marriage you're going to be happy all the time. Right. But I am committed. That's, that's I may point. not be happy, right. but I am committed. And during those times when you say you're not happy, is the easiest time to do something that's going to be bring somebody else in. Yes. yes. That's going to, you, you feel, you believe that will make you happy. You have to be aware of that as well. You know, babe, this, this, this is some good this stuff. This is good. We, but this is good stuff. And I hope that we are saying something yeah. that will help you in whatever stage you're in in your relationship or yeah. marriage. Because it's real. It is. These, these, these um, 
stages are real. We're going on to the final stage, which is using the power of two to change the world. Yeah. And this stage here is when you realize that now you are became you became one, as the Bible said. And I want to read this scripture tonight. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, coming from the scripture that talks about one. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, there are no more twine, but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. So now you no longer two, but now you become one. Yeah. And when you become one, like my wife said, when you're working on that one canvas together, yeah. there's nothing that you cannot do. Yeah. There's nothing that you can't accomplish. There's nothing that you cannot overcome. When you become as one. And the reason that's so important because when it says here, it says using the power of two, the enemy knows that if he can continue to try to divide the two, yeah. then it won't have no power. Okay. But if he can if you realize that in the two becomes one, there is strength in unity. The Bible says that there is strength in unity. Yeah. And when we, when a relationship or when a uh, couple realize this, like I said before, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing that you can't overcome. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how you influence other people when they see your relationship is strong. When they begin to see that they really love each other. It's not no facade. It's no mm -hmm. plaything. Mm -hmm. It's not trying to put on, but it's real. Real love. And when you realize that that love is real, other people realize it. Yeah. And it gets contagious. It and is. it spreads. Yeah. You know, when you was talking about that, it kind of brought me to my, my scripture. I thought about Colossians 3 and 4. Right. It says that we're clothed. When you're clothed in love, yes. it brings a bond. Mm. When you're clothed in love. Yes. That means when love is the foundation, love covers you. It bounds you together. And when something is bound, really bound together, so it's not easily to break apart. No. I mean, it's going to take an act, of, let's say, an act of God to shake that thing apart. Right. But when you are really bound in love, not we say not bound by the person's shape, mm. not bound by how much money she makes or how much money he makes, not bound by the person's um, titles or who they are, but you're really bound by love, yes. it's hard to break it's that thing to together. That thing is together. It's and strong. when you are together, once you, you'll start to realize there's purpose behind it. Yes. When God brought you together, you may not understand it in that first stage, right? Go ahead. There you go. Can I, can I start there? Make it plain, baby. In that, in that first stage, you're trying to figure it out. Yes. Lord, why did in, in that In that third stage, you start saying, oh, my God, what have I done? I why am I with this to? person? You go on? in the mirror and say, Jesus, fix it. Take the wheel. But when you get past stage three and start creating that canvas there and you, you get to that last stage, now you... Thinking on a higher level. Yes. Now you understand and know God, there's a purpose on why this man is in my life. Yes. There's a purpose why that woman is attached to me. Right. Because it's higher than myself. Yes. It's bigger than me. Yes. As for some, it's ministry. Yes. From some, it's a business. Yes. For some, it's to influence somebody else's life. Right. It's bigger than me. When you get to that last stage, you are now understanding and knowing. I understand why we went through that, to get here because there's a bigger purpose while we are together and while we endure to get yes. this way. 
some of us, you know, I don't know who's out there struggling. And I know sometimes you're probably in stage three. And I know stage three, trust me, I've been through it. You're trying to figure out, you know, Lord, why is this happening? Yes. You know, this may have something, he may have, he or she may have done something that knocked your shoes off. You would have thought you never would have done it. Yes. But take a minute. Take a minute. And ask God to give you the strength, first of all, to go through. Yes. And God will do that. But God not only will do that, but he will give you insight. And letting you know there is a purpose behind what you're going through right now. You may not understand it, even the pain you're feeling. You may not understand it right now, but there's purpose in it. When you, I'm going to make it clear, like I said last week. When you are in a healthy, can I say that again? There you go. A healthy relationship. And we're going to talk about there's a difference. But when you're in a healthy relationship, guess what? People make mistakes. Yes. Even in, and we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. No. People make mistakes in healthy relationships. And we won't, we won't get into depth tonight, but they do. You know, but you made a you made a big point when you said that when you begin to realize in the relationship that no matter what, no matter what, you are committed. I'm committed. And that's the thing in a relationship. Are you committed? Some people, they don't give it time to build. Some people don't want they, it. To they, they don't want it to be. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to go through it. They don't want to it's, go it's through too the, much, It's too much work. They don't want to go through the third stage. It's too much. They work. want to call it quits. Yeah. But you know, like you said, after you get past that third stage, and yeah. you move into the fourth stage, you created something uh, beautiful together. Yeah. And the main focus is realizing that God has put you together for something more than just Bigger for than yourself. Me. Bigger than, than you. When you begin to see that in your relationship. There's nothing can come between that. Yeah. But you have to get there. Yeah. And that's where commitment comes in. Being committed to one another. Being committed to the relationship. Being committed, no matter, we say these vows all the time, for good or bad, for know. sick or for health, for rich or for poor. You know you're going you're, you're to stay with you because you committed to the relationship. But can I bring it to this generation? Go ahead, baby. I'm they sorry. leave that out, vows. They leave those that out the vows now. You didn't know that. Some people now are leaving that, that better or worse out of vows because they are not seeing lasting relationships. It's hard to see a lasting relationship. So now young people are leaving that part out mm. of vows, that better for worse and richer for poor. They're like, okay, he ain't got no job, I'm gone. Mm. Or she can't take care of me or help me, I, I'm gone. So. You, these new generation things, they're not seeing grandmama love that they say better for worse. They're seeing, you know what, if you, as long as you can help me, right. I'll stay with you. Mm. Long as I can help you, we'll stay together. Mm -hmm. And that's sad, but that's the time we're living in. Because you know why? They don't see lasting relationships. They don't see it. And you know what, babe, I'm praying. Yeah. And I, I'm believing that a lot will be shown that people can see that love is real, first of all. It's real. People need to see real love. And number two, I want them to see that it's not just real, but it can last. Yeah. I think that's the thing. People yeah, need to can. see love that lasts. I don't mean no replace stuff. They need yeah. to see real love that can last. And when they see it, they say, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. But if you see everybody quitting, everybody giving up in relationships, Everybody's calling quits. Then you saying, "Well, why should I stay with it?" Yeah, 
So I believe that, you know, like, I, like we talked about this, I believe that love is real. It is. And I believe that, you know, everybody don't find true love. Mm-hmm. But I believe when you do find true love, I think you do all you can to keep it. I like that. I really do. That's good. I'm going to move on from that one. That was deep. <laughs> but you okay. Know, but you know, another thing to my love, I want to put this in because everybody may not be in relationships. Right. Okay. And it's okay. And, and, and it's neat, but you got to first love yourself. Right. right? You got to truly love who you are and who God made you to be. Right. And when you are good with that and you're confident in that, you are lovable. Yes. You're not bitter. Because some people are bitter mm. because you don't have a Valentine. Is it, is it February 14th? You just and had you, it. Okay. And you might be so bitter you didn't have a... You didn't get no chocolate. A, you didn't get no Nobody's happy Valentine. Yeah, nobody sent you, you nothing. They love you. Yeah. But I want you to know tonight, somebody love you. Yes, he does. Somebody loves you. But you love yourself. God loves you. God loves you, but baby, love yourself. Yes. Because it's it's a way you, it's what you give off, right? right? When you love yourself, you are lovable. Yes. You draw people to you. You have that sweetness about you. People want to be in your presence. But when you are bitter, can I say that to the camera? When you are bitter and you are mean, and you complain all the time. People don't want to be around that. So we have to evaluate myself. Am I lovable? Right. What are some things I can work on myself to make myself lovable? Can I stop complaining? You, he'll tell me all the time, Brenda, don't complain. Don't you remind me of that? Oh, I will. Because nobody want to be around somebody that complain. So when you find yourself not being positive, change some of that. Mm. Because those attributes will draw people to you. I threw that in for free for somebody. Mm. Okay. You know, there's a song. <laughs> there's a song out there, and I don't remember the artist, but she sings it, and she says, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. There's a song out there, and she says, I'm going to love myself. And I think... Who sing it, baby? You know? It's a gospel song, but I don't remember oh. what it is, but I okay. heard it on the radio. Okay. Uh, going back and forth to work, and she says, I'm going to love myself. And so sometimes you got to love yourself. You That's to. not being selfish. No. That's not being selfish. That no. you gotta love yourself, cause you can't love nobody until you first love yourself. You have to love yourself. So we got we got to move on. I mean, I hope that um yeah. tonight something was said. Yes. And I think you said, baby, we want to be able to get a panel together. Yeah, we talked about earlier about the different generations in love. And yes. How love is transitioning through different generations. Yes. You know, I have young adult children, and you know, they keep me abreast of what's going on. Like we talked about last week. They date in a whole different form. A whole different way. So in um, this end of this month, what we're going to do, we're going to bring a panel together called Seasoned Love and Young Love. We're gonna come together, and they're gonna show us how they see love. How they see love. What's their perception? Because sometimes I'm blinded by that, and then we're gonna show them how we see love. (laughs) We see love, and see if we can come to a happy medium that we can help everybody. But love is still the same. Love is still the same. And so stay with us. We're looking forward to that. We're so glad you joined us tonight. We're so excited. It's another segment of love. Listen, in the chat box, you tell us some things that you find that are different in your day than love that we see nowadays, okay? Let those seasoned lovers show us what was love back then. And then you young people put in the chat what are some things and how you go about 
you know, knowing that somebody loves you, what you find uh, attractive in somebody else. Okay, this is so good. It's good, baby. It's good, and it kind of make me look at you in a different light. I look at you every day in a different. Well, way. praise God. You're gonna end on that just shines bright every day. You can tell me that every day. I I'm gonna keep telling you that too. <laughs> we so want to thank God for you tonight. Let's not forget. That we be have that we be having our Thursday night transformation Bible study. Yes. Every Thursday night at seven o'clock. Join us on Zoom. It's more of a you know uh, open interactive interact yeah. uh, forum. So we be having that Bible study. So we asking you that you know you join us on Thursday night for a transformation Bible study. Yeah, we'll be sending the link out that we about that Wednesday before the, the study so you will be seeing that. We're looking forward to all our friends to be connected and yes. give us that insight through this Bible study. We're so glad that you guys have joined us these past few weeks. And again, if you have not subscribed, go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Go to our Facebook page and like and share. We do appreciate your support. And let's not forget a kingdom mindset. He says a kingdom mindset is a blessed mindset. Be blessed. Be blessed in Jesus' name.